Live from the J.C. Newman Cigar Studio in Boston, Massachusetts, and the Gurkha Cigar Studio in beautiful British Columbia, welcome to the Smokin' Tobacco Show with your hosts, Matt Tobacco and Mitchell Santaga. And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Spare... No- uh, sorry, not the Smokin' Tobacco Show. Wrong show. Wrong show. <laughs> Let's try that again. <laughs> I'm Matt Tobacco from SmokinTobacco.com, uh, live from the J.C. Newman Cigar Studios, and I am joined once again by... My good friend, Mr. Mitchell Santaga, in the Gurkha Cigar Studios uh, from beautiful British Columbia. Um, that's right. That's Gurkha Cigar Studios, and it is a beautiful day here. Yeah, I, I see you got the fleece on. It's already starting to get cold up there, eh? Yeah, you know, it's... Uh, oh, well, pulling out the A. Going a little Canadian you there, almost, eh? You almost missed that, didn't you, eh? Um, yeah. Tell it, me it all about it. It rained yesterday and uh, got down to about 50 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, today it's actually really nice out, but I know that once the sun sets, it's going to quickly, quickly drop into the mid to low 60s, and I'd rather be a little bit toasty now and comfortable later than freezing my nips off later. Hmm. So, yeah, but the backyard is uh, looking beautiful. There's a light breeze, and the last week there's been horrible forest fire smoke. We've had some of the worst air quality in all of the world. Yeah, uh, for the last week here in British Columbia, so it's uh, nice to finally actually after the rain, it's cleared up a little bit of the smoke, a little bit of the fires have kind of calmed down a bit, and uh, there's a light breeze kind of keeping things moving. So, well, it still feels a little bit like Miami up here in Boston. It's still a little humid. It's it's not as it's not as uh, hot and soaking wet as it was beginning of July, but um, it's definitely not cold yet, and it's definitely not dry. So. Uh, it's still feeling pretty summery and tropical. Um, I'd like to tell you that I put on my Hawaiian shirt tonight because I was feeling tropical, but the reality is, is that my normal, um, smoking tobacco show uniform, my diamond crown, my diamond crown shirt, courtesy of my friends at JC Newman, uh, was wrinkled and I didn't, I didn't want to look like a bum. So I grabbed this in a hurry and I put this on. So I'm feeling tropical tonight. Um, by way of uh, avoiding looking like an ass with my wrinkled shirt, so that's that. Looking um, looking you got I, thank you. You know, you got the fleece on, looking toasty. I got you know the tropical shirt on. I think our guest, um, who while I was still setting up, saw that I entered with this outfit, and I saw him get up and leave, and he changed to to be on theme. Now I know you couldn't do that, and that's okay. But the, the, he's you know he's one of my favorite people in this industry. He really is, and I wish that I got to spend more time with him, um, because I know how much fun he is. And the fact that he did that it was just like this. This guy is fucking awesome. He's he's the balls, man. He's the bee's knees, the cat's meow. Um, he's got a lot of interesting stuff to talk about tonight, and I'm sure you're gonna laugh when you hear all about it. Um, but maybe you'll he, cry. He maybe I don't know. You know, uh, he he he's not too shy to this kind of thing. He he once upon a time he was part of the media realm um, by way of Cigar Dojo. And then he worked for a company called, um, I don't know, it's this little company, Drew Estate. You've probably heard of it. And yeah. um, so Some people smoke their cigars occasionally. Yeah. You know, they. Uh, it's not like they won a cigar of the year with us, like two years ago. Um, and he was there for that. Um, but then he uh, he left them and went to go work for uh, Camacho. And he is making his debut on the show tonight, because I don't think we've ever had him on the show, but... I'm uh, very excited that he's here regardless uh, to talk about his, his new venture, his new life, and, I don't know, maybe some conspiracy theories. I mean, he's he's got some ideas 
of how the world would be in many different scenarios, and he's not a stranger to share those. So without further ado, let's bring him on. You know him, the man, the myth, the sexy myth, the legend, all the way from, I think he's in Florida. I think he's in Florida. All the way from Florida. He'll correct me if I'm wrong. Mr. Jack Heyer. Let's bring him on. There he is. Look at that smile. Thank you. That was that was rousing. I don't think I've ever been called the balls before. That's got to be a Northeast thing. I don't think that, that lingo made its way down to wherever I'm from. That's definitely yeah. a thing around you're, here. <laughs> you're, you're right across the board. You know, I put, I saw your floral shirt. I said, if we're getting tropical, we're getting tropical. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm stoked to be here. You know, I, I when you sent the invitation as a guest, first of all, you know, the fact that you would choose me as, you know, basically the godfather of your child being the first guest on your show after huh. the birth of your kid. I think that that's kind of how it works, at least from a broadcasting point of view. You know, that showed it was very kind of you. And I, I said before the show started, it's a miracle that you're even doing this because this is I mean, you have to be kind of seeing stars and there's two of us on the show, but it probably looks like there's like six <laughs> or seven of us with all the, you know lack thereof or sleep or lack thereof you've been getting so thank you gentlemen for having me oh thank you for being here i mean i'm excited about this yeah you know it's uh it's going but uh you know as they say the show must go on and uh you know and so we're here uh we did spare notes on saturday uh just just inside the 48 hour um birth window <laughs> but we we got it done three three hours and 15 minutes me and coop we went for it we went for the marathon i mean yeah. it was funny because yeah, you, you said coop that show too you can't do like a like a, a quick little like you know snipped off show it's like you got to go all the way oh it's funny because coop called me when we were still in the hospital on friday it's like hey, you know how he is. Hey, hey, how's it going? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's it's good, it's good. And he's like, yeah, so, yeah, how's it going with the baby and this? And I go, yeah. And by the way, we're still good for spare notes. He's like, oh, 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 okay. I I didn't know. I was gonna ask. I'm like, no, we're good to go. He's like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we are. So, <laughs> and we did. It, you know, that was we, a pretty good coop. That was a, that was, that was a long show. That was a pretty good coop. Yeah, you know, I I've 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 been working on it. A little bit here and there. I don't think I've really fully let my... See, one of the things that um, some people know about... The people closest to me, people who I work with and stuff, I'm very good at impersonating people and doing impressions. Um, and the Coop one, I haven't really fully let out of the cage yet, but I've been yeah. working on it very very diligently because I know that when I do, there's no taking it back, and I want it to be perfect. You have so, to, Yeah, you have to have it just right, you know. Yeah, Coop's a tough one because you know he—you can kind of get the the like the the tone of his voice, but the mannerisms—that's like like uh, Eric Espinosa. A lot of people do Eric pacing. Eric Espinosa impressions, uh, but Sammy from La Polina does the best one because he gets like the right like bro, and then he gets like the correct hand motions. You'll have to get that if you really want to fully like you know you have to smoke a cigar like Coop, which has its own nuances. You know he has a very specific grip and yeah and puff method it's i look forward to it i hope that you bring it out like uh frank caliendo style you know and you do a full like stand a, up we special. should do a roast a, a roast of coop that would be amazing <laughs> that would be great that would be great that's a great <laughs> idea and i and i would host it right here and you could come you could be the come that would be great yeah i had a i had a you know i and i love coop i'm saying all of, of course this out of an abundance of love for coop yes but we went to nicaragua once and you know i i have only known coop in his current form and i've seen some pictures of a younger coop you know he 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 had it going on a little bit yeah and i was like coop 
we're just sitting on a bus in Nicaragua, you know, we're driving for some hours. And I said, Coop, I just want to picture like, what were you like, like in high school? Or like, I can't, I just can't picture you other than like a dad, you know, I know he, this story. He said, I'll I never know. forget. He goes, well, I wouldn't say I was a jock. And I was like, yeah, Coop. I don't think <laughs> no, actually, if I remember correctly, or at least the way I remember the story, it was, I wasn't really the athletic type. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say I was a jock. I was like, yeah, Coop, I was guessing that you were like the greatest sports journalist at your high school, in your high school's history, you know? <laughs> I love him. I really do. And he's a good sport. You know why? We can pick on Coop because Coop can yeah. dish it out. He for sure. He can. So that's why it's he fair game. Because sure. <laughs> Coop. Well, yeah, I'm looking forward to the, the roast of Coop already. That'll be great. Because by the time that Coop watches his show and sees all this that we're talking about him, oh, there will be a ready. thing. He's going to have some ammunition. There will be. There will be a thing, and it'll be like, I, I, you know, I just, you know, I, I saw that show the other night. I'm like, I know you. And, and you know, he's funny. He's done that to me before, where I've, I've done this, and he was like, you know, just, you know, I, I saw that show, and I'm like, yeah, I know. I, I, <laughs> I wasn't hiding. <laughs> uh, but no, it, it is a good fun. But the roast, I like that. I like. That. Yeah, that's a good. Um, we have it. I, I think that they've done a couple of them like at at events and stuff. But you know, I don't know if there's ever been a live broadcast one. <sighs> Well, you've definitely planted the seed, and now we need to put some water on it and hope that it grows. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, people are asking, when do I get my celebratory cigar? Um, uh, stay tuned for that. There's uh, There's been some delays. There's been some delays with that. Uh, so, a question I have for you. Some people do the, are you planning on doing that? Some people do, like when their child is born, they do a box of cigars, and then every year on their the birthday they smoke a cigar you know and then the, the last one is their 18th birthday you know yeah have you had, is there a specific cigar or any plan you have um i have some things that i'm working on um that i i'm just not close enough to being finished to talk about um, but I All have right. some, I have some ideas. I have some, and I have some, some shit I'm kicking around and, uh, hopefully it comes to fruition soon. Um, enough said. Yeah. We'll wait for the press release. Yeah. The press release will go out. <laughs> Coop will get the exclusive as always. Of course. <laughs> 48 hour exclusive. Yeah. He'll get the 48 hour embargo. You know, no one can touch it, but you know, of course. someone else will probably steal it. You know, maybe the PCA. We'll see. Um, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I don't know. You know, just feeling good tonight you know why not um <laughs> jack are you smoking yeah, you had nothing tonight? to lose look i had so i've done this when i'm a guest on a show i have two options better audio visual or i get to have a better time and smoke so i decided you know what for our watchers and listeners i'll grant them you know me not just being on my patio and a laptop and i'll i'll save my smoking until later okay that's fair that's okay. fair you know you as i said i know you come from you come from this world, so you know and appreciate. Yes, good a visual. Good, well, I'm a, like a you know when I listen to podcasts, nothing gets me more you know razzed up than when just bad audio. It's like the audio is very important. If I'm if I'm gonna take the time to listen to you blabber, at least make it sound decent for God's sake. So you know, I'm right now I'm in Miami, and uh, you know, Davidoff's office is in St. Pete, so I'm planning on moving here in the next few months. When that happens, we got a whole lounge, you know, I'll be, I'll be set. But until then, you know, I'm in my, my bedroom streaming, you know, like a, like a Twitch streamer. 
It's okay. It's all right. I could see you as a Twitch streamer, you know, just on there like playing. I would be like, good, but here's the thing, and you know, in like the current era, I just can't I just can't guarantee that I'm not gonna say something that will get me fired if I'm live for longer <laughs> than like an hour. I could keep the beast in the cage for like an hour or two. But you know, if I if I had to stream for like eight hours, I would say something dumb enough to get me in trouble guaranteed. And, and include like a, a minor to a moderate amount of alcohol in there and it's game over for Jack. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's that's been a you know that's been a recurring theme in my career early. So you know, I've been trying, I've been trying to, I've been like, oh, I'm an adult. I have to, you know, be an adult. So we're, you know, we're we're working on it. Knowing your knowing what your uh, pain points are is a big part of the process. You know, it's um, it's funny, and I I think this was before your your current employer. Um, I think this might have happened during your previous employment. Um, but it, yes. it was down at Piero Sabor. I think it was one of the formal parties. And there was a picture of you with a can of the Tonya in your hand. Yes. And I don't think you knew where you were. Um, you know, that, that picture, I was actually, you know, t- the thing about the beautiful thing about Tonya and I'm a, if Tonya would sponsor me, I'd, you know, I'd love to be on board because. If you taste Tonya beer, it's a Nicaraguan beer that it's like your only option. If you are so lucky to go to Nicaragua and do all this sort of stuff, if you taste Tonya beer, it tastes incredible in Nicaragua. And if you tried it anywhere else, I don't know if it's like an import export thing or if it's just you're enjoying your time in Nicaragua, but it tastes pretty bad everywhere else. But hmm. in Nicaragua, I think it must be like a 1% beer because I swear, I mean, I could drink 150 of them. And be mostly, you know, cognizant and coherent. So, Coop loves Coop loves my love for Tonya. So, you know, the picture. I think it was just a bad picture of me. I think at that exact moment, I was pretty. I had my bearings a decent amount. <laughs> Tyler Jeffrey asks, "Are you going to be in Miami in early November?" Tyler, yes, I should be. Well, if I'm not traveling, I do have a decent amount of travel. But Tyler, I will. I'll, I have to, I blocked Tyler for a long time because, you know, he was stalking me. So, Tyler, after, you know, I'll unblock you. We'll get together. We'll exchange some messages. You know, let's oh. have a smoke. Let's break bread. Oh, and we have this comment right here. And this one actually touched me because it, it brought it brought back uh, just memories, even from the outside. And I'm sure it's going to bring back internal memories for you. But we have a, a very good friend of yours here with us tonight. Um you guys were like the dynamic duo once upon a time, and I think you know who I'm talking about. His his name is Joe Grow, and he says my boy. And Joe is here tonight. Joseph Joseph Grosseth, Papa Joe. Yes, Joe was like my uh, well, first of all, he was my boss, but you know, he was like my uh, my sensei. He was like the Obi Wan to my Anakin. Uh, for, you were the chosen one. Time. You were the chosen one. Yeah, that's more true. <laughs> I wouldn't say that I've, you know, gone to the force. <laughs> I don't think that I've gone, you know, <laughs> Not to the dark to the, side. To the dark side, but you know, that may be a bad analogy because he was a war criminal that, you know, did kill a lot of people. But I you know. have the higher ground, Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> but shout out, Joe Gro. <laughs> Good to see him here. Very exciting to see him here. Uh, smoking. Yeah, that's right. So. It is our, uh, it's our, it's, it's, sorry, we're having so much fun with Jack. It's time for our Cigars of the Night, brought to you by TwoGuysCigars.com. That's right, it's the number two guyscigars.com. If you head over there today, you can find an amazing selection of cigars and cigar accessories from all over the cigar industry, 
only at the number two guyscigars.com. And I believe, uh, actually, I don't know. I'll ask you this in a second. But they do carry Camacho. You can find Camacho and all the other Davidoff products uh, at the number two guyscigars.com. So whatever Jack talks about tonight, we're probably going to talk about the new Camacho and probably just a few minutes so uh, and I'm pretty sure you'll be able to find that at two guys cigars.com when it goes on sale but I'm not 100% sure you, um, should. you should so uh, head over there and you can get it there and you can smoke it and try it and tell Jack all about how much you either love it or how much you hate it and if you hate it he'll tell you to fuck off uh, no he won't he'll no, probably just no, be no. like you well you know you'll love it you're yeah. gonna love it and if you have a bad experience he'll say well it was probably you because that cigar is fantastic Listen, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how to cut it it's cold <laughs> uh, anyway so that uh, the balls. <laughs> I think uh, I think me and Mitchell are smoking the same cigar so Mitchell go ahead and uh, show everybody what we're smoking yeah. tonight I can't really get a good it's really bright out here but the Camacho Camacho Factory Unleashed Toro I think this is the the number 1 right this is the first one I think so I think this is the, the first 2 one. and the 3 have an actual 2 and a 3 yes. on them right mm-hmm. yeah yes. so this doesn't have a number correct. and it's white silver and and black and so from my research this was the first one and it's that's, so this must true. have a bit of age on it cuz there's a little yeah, bit of yellowing on the cello years, it should be 2 years old yeah yeah, and uh, smoking really nice. I got a really unique woodiness, and then that, uh, I don't know, some people call it open foot, shaggy foot, whatever. Transition from no wrapper to wrapper was, uh, it's, it's always fun, right, to see if you can pick up any noticeable difference, and it brings a lot of balance to it. Like, when you first yes. light up the cigar, that first, I don't know, quarter of an inch, uh, it, it's, it's, you get notes that you don't usually get in a cigar but it, you're kind of like ah, oh, it's, it's missing something and then the wrapper hits and you're like oh this is like a full profile now so that's always super fun super cool yeah so the factory unleashed and that's a good plug because the the number three is out it's it's a uh limited limited production so we we release one each year for the last three year we had the the one that you're smoking now which was just called the factory unleashed yeah uh so it wasn't called factory unleashed one um and then the two was last year, and then the three was this year, and they all feature that that unfinished foot, um, shaggy foot, whatever you want to call it. Um, but it's so nice because you get that first 15, 20 minutes of wrapper filler or wrapper or binder and filler without the wrapper, and then the wrapper kind of comes in. And a lot of people, some people have told me, like with the third one, they're like, "It's so sweet at the beginning," and then all of a sudden the wrapper kicks in. Or it, it's kind of the the genesis of the project was to you know, give people the experience when they come down to our factory. Um, they get to smoke just, uh, we call them cylinders, uh, but just a, a pure leaf of one kind of leaf. And it's like, how do we recreate that? How do we get, yeah, how do we get something like that out into the market? Now, it's not like we invented it or something, but it's really a nice cost-effective, you know, in the States. In Canada, it probably costs like 2.1 million, you know, loonies <laughs> or whatever you guys call them. But, you know, in the States, it's it's an inexpensive cigar that you can try. And it's kind of for us, it was a good way to bring new blends to the market that people could try them and not, you know, entirely new brands each year. So we, we this year we wanted to do uh, – have you guys seen Tropic Thunder? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, when yeah. when they do the uh, the trailer for the Scorcher series, we kind of wanted to do – but, you know, we, we ended up not doing it. But it was like, from the makers <laughs> of Factory Unleashed 1 and Factory Unleashed 2, nobody could have seen it happening one more time and then just like 
<laughs> Factory at least. Who, le- <laughs> who left the fridge open? <laughs> yeah, and it would have been you. <laughs> yeah, it's just me. <laughs> and the cowboy hat, which apparently that's, that's Dude, that a- picture does numbers. People people love the picture. We had uh, you know, my previous employer, Drew Estate, had a big, you know, raging party in Dallas. Uh, and I have a cowboy hat and I have cowboy boots. It's a pretty funny story, actually. So I said, I have moved like four times and I've moved this cowboy hat and I've moved these cowboy boots and I don't think I wear them ever. So I was like, if I'm going to Texas, I'm going to Texas. Like we're, we're doing it. Oh shit. So I brought the whole get up. I I bought a bolo tie, but you know, I had the whole outfit and people were losing their minds. Like it was, cause it was a quite a statement piece, but the issue was, you know, I had a, I had a coworker, um, Shout out Laura Torres, who is who is very respected. Uh, she's been there forever, um, and it's like the line of like, you know, would you rather be feared or loved? And Michael Michael uh, Scott says, I want people to be afraid of how much they love me. <laughs> uh, one of our coworkers from Hawaii actually brought this bag of gummies for Laura. And Laura, if you don't bring her, you know, if I if he if it, it comes out that I had the gummies and I didn't bring them, you know, I'm my ass is grass. So I'm like, yeah, I'll take the gummies. The gummies were like a three pound bag. It was like a pillow of gummies. So I didn't have any room in my bag on the way back. So I had to wear my cowboy hat and my cowboy boots through TSA. And I had to literally <laughs> like, like cowboy John Wayne walk into the, uh, through the TSA line. And there's no more humiliating thing in the world than getting through TSA and having to put a pair of cowboy boots on you know on the other side like trying to jam your fat foot into it <laughs> but people love that people love that picture i gotta you know and, give a shout out to the crew and T- tsa is just like expecting you to be like howdy folks and you're just like hey i'm jack yeah, not, yeah i'm from denver just not the the softest hands in the cigar business just not a day of manual labor ever <laughs> Oh man, you know it, it was a good look for you, and I, I'm glad we got to see it, and, and I'm glad it was captured and documented because you know that's yeah, of course. You let that you get you're gonna ride that out until the end, but you know again, this is why you know you have you're, you're one of those guys. You know it's funny you mentioned the Michael Scott thing, right? I could see you being like Michael Scott, <laughs> like I it makes that, a lot of know, sense. I, but actually, good at you. I job. have, I have that I have that energy a little bit. You know, it's just kind of like slightly midwestern now i've been traveling a lot and like you know what they say about people from the midwest i'm not from the midwest i'm from like the mountain west but you know there's two nice and i kind of have a little bit of that you know because you're from colorado right yeah i'm from the denver area that's how i got uh that's how i linked up with the cigar dojo guys right. i was in college i was a broke college student um and they're like actually we do this show uh in lakewood which was like 20 minutes from where i grew up and i was like can i come can i come <laughs> like yeah of course they're the nicest guys ever so you know i was hanging out with them for a while um and then you know who'd have thunk that one day i was like you know maybe i want a cigar job so i yeah, uh, i call are. it the great betrayal you know i i julius caesared my good friend eric katormson just stabbed him in the back and took a cigar job and you know <laughs> a few Left years later here i am and yeah he's fine history. you know <laughs> It was funny. There were a couple people. I was a co-host of, of a, a cigar podcast for some time. And I always thought it was so funny. But there were a couple people. You, I would look at the comments. There were a couple people like, thank God Jack's gone. He was so loud. And I was like, ooh, ouch. Didn't think I, that would affect me as much as it did. Well, that's like people who comment when John Carney's on a show and they say he talks too much. 
<laughs> and I'm like, and 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 they complain and, about and it. Neither being confirm on. nor deny. <laughs> no, I make comments saying I don't talk enough. I don't know. People just are never happy with anything, are they? It's a tough, you know, it's a tough balance. There's there one of my he ends he ends up being my cigar dad. You know, I call him my cigar dad, but a good friend of mine. Um, I met him in person, and he had watched the show for years, and he was like. I did not think I was going to like you. You know, we'd been, we'd had a couple beverages and he was like, I didn't think I was going to like you. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, man. He's like, you just never stop talking. And it drives me insane. And I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, that did hurt my feelings a decent amount. But thank you for your candor. I appreciate your candor. <laughs> when, a, when you're, one of my favorite clips is... <laughs> from when you were co-hosting is when you were interviewing Robbie Rasmussen. Yeah. It's, it's just, oh my it's God. Very, I can't believe that. It's it's the most cringy, it's the most cringy <laughs> thing that's ever happened. Um, And sorry for, it's so, my apartment is so dark. I don't know I why. Gonna say, I now you're really starting to, dark. you're starting to recede it's, into the shadows like Homer Simpson into the bush. My, uh, the sun was setting and it was just perfect light in here. And now the sun is like fully set, and I have to like tweak my uh, camera or something a little bit because I'm like dark, dark. But I'll uh, I'll turn a light on in a second if this keeps getting worse. If uh, you need to go do it, you, you can you can go. Yeah, do yeah. It. Give me you guys you guys uh you guys blab. Go ahead, for a second. go ahead, go ahead, Jack. I don't want you to be you know. Do what in you gotta dark. do. I know. Look at him; he's like um, scurrying away. <laughs> how's how's your uh, factory unleashed smoking? It's great. It's great. He definitely uh, can taste the age on it. Um. It has uh, it has this has this real earthy and nutty taste to it that I really yes, enjoy. Definitely, it's very nice. It's it's a mouthful, but it's not like super, it's not strong, but it's a full mouthful of flavor, and it's nice. It's a little bit more tamed, and you can tell it's just a little bit cooled off, but not where it's like not in a bad way. It, it's mm -hmm. it's nice. I think the age I think the age affected these really nice. Um, also, I wanted to say I wanted to make this statement. This, this happened to me today. I made an announcement today that we were interviewing uh, new web developers for SmokingTobacco.com um, as we're in the process of overhauling to a much bigger and more robust website um, for all of you to enjoy. Um, really, because you're the people who go to it, not us. So, um, And it's funny. I put this thing out, and I didn't mean to, and I think it was the hashtags that I use, and I didn't mean to use the hashtags to get like millions of people. Um, but within 20 minutes, my phone began to ring and um, ring, get text messages. My email went off. My Facebook DMs went off. Uh, and it continued to flow in like what I imagine. I don't know. Like you're a, like a CFO position at a Fortune 500 company. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I, I literally got like, I think 40 phone calls. I want to say 60 text messages and like 35 emails just on this issue today. And it, most of it was spam and like junk and people overseas. And I'm like, I was more or less asking the people who like know me to recommend yeah, people that Facebook they know. Friends. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it turned into this worldwide advertisement and I had to take all the posts down. I've had to block so many phone numbers. And just as a heads up and an FYI, I already have like two or three people I'm already considering. Uh, two of them have made other cigar media websites in the business. That's all I'll say. 
Um, but they were recommended by those people, so it's also fair game. I'm not going after anybody. Um, and so I'm kind of like, that's kind of who I'm leaning towards because those people have already built websites that I know are operating just like mine. So that's kind of like what I want to do. Um, so I'm good. I'm good. Um, I appreciate the real people who sent me recommendations, but as for everyone else, stop calling me. Um, <laughs> Houston, Texas phone number called me 15 times within a half an hour, and I go, I got a newborn baby what with if, me. What if they were the best web developer of all time, and they were like, please, I really like cigars. Let me help you, and you're just like, oh, get this guy out of my face. <laughs> I, I know. I, I, I'm sorry, but you know, you gotta, you have to narrow the list down at some point, you know, you can't be indecisive. I've yeah, already narrowed the like list down. One, pick out of like 10 people instead of like a thousand people. <laughs> there was, I, I'm telling Look, you, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a premier gig. People are excited about smoking tobacco. You know, what can you say? Everybody, Paul, uh, oh, don't be knocking the sales. <laughs> Look, I appreciate it. I really do. But it just, it was overwhelming. That's what, it was overwhelming for me. I'm like, this is too much. It's just not the right day for this sort of like heat. <laughs> you're getting like, uh, you're getting like birthday level calls and texts on just like a standard issue Facebook post. You know, nobody wants to see that. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know smoking tobacco was that kind of commodity where people were like, oh, this is the opportunity we've been waiting for. <laughs> To build smoking tobacco. I already, <laughs> I already quit my job. Please take me. This is this is a multi-million dollar contract. I am definitely getting this job. It's like fucking Wolf of Wall Street. They're like all in a, on the room being like, smoking tobacco's officially you put the contract out there. Show me, <laughs> you show me a smoking tobacco. You show me a smoking tobacco homepage and I quit my job right now. <laughs> you know, he just said on the air. He's done interviewing people, but I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. This is this crowd. Yeah, we build the website anyway. It's like I don't know. It's not, even sure it's not a rally. <laughs> this isn't a you know. This isn't a rally. Come on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, it's like I don't know. Fifteen hundred pages, give or take. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, that's my that's my gear to grind. Yeah, for how today. Is, has the fame gotten to you? I guess have, so. You <laughs> I guess I, I, I guess so, Jack. I, you know, is this what it feels like to be William Cooper? I mean, you know, everywhere <laughs> Look, you go, they know your I name. Ponder, it's something I ponder, you know, on a daily basis. It's just like, what is it like to be up in that stratosphere? I don't know, you know. <sighs> it's, it's a lot of work to, to you know. To be that popular, I guess. It, I don't know. It's exhausting. Uh, I don't know if I have what it takes to keep up with it. <laughs> so props to those no, who do. I know. I know that I don't. <laughs> Jack, Jack, tell us, uh, before we get too wild, we'll, we'll, we'll get to a little bit of serious business for a moment, and then we'll go back to having some fun. All I know right, some fun I guess. Stuff. All right. But uh, I got I to gotta do this first. I know Camacho uh, has a new product that is going to be hitting the yes. shelves very soon. So uh, tell us a little bit about that and uh, kind of what's uh, what's going on there. What do you guys got going on? Yeah, so it's it's exciting for us. We're releasing next week uh, on the seventh. Should be the in market date. So uh, if it's if it's not in your store on the seventh, it will be on the eighth. It's going to be shipping out next week. The Camacho Broadleaf, uh, mm. which is exciting for us because it is a leaf that is in demand you know a lot of 
broadleaf blends have come out, famous broadleaf blends have come out in the last you know decade. Um, for us, what's unique about our blend or our our call tag is you know big leaf, big flavor. We want to bring that same kind of Camacho energy where it's a very flavorful cigar, very rich cigar, but you know with our our construction and everything like that to uh, to the market. But also, it's a Honduran broadleaf, which I have not seen. I'm not going to say that we are the first to do that, but we're growing you know the the broadleaf. In Honduras, you know, you're going to have that same flavor, those same rich qualities that you get with all of our other, uh, all of our other blends and brands out of out of our factory in Honduras, but in a broadleaf. So, I've smoked a handful. If, if some of our compatriots were at a Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest, they had smoked it. That we did kind of a sneak preview for everybody that made it out there. Um, so, if you're lucky enough to grab that good on you. We're getting good feedback on it. I think it's super smooth. I get a lot of leather chocolate. I'm sorry. I didn't, you know, send you guys any at this point that's hand up. It's on me, but it's a, uh, it's a beautiful product. Uh, three sizes, Robusto, Toro, and a Gordo. Um, and the price point, depending on where you live, it's like, you know, it's 10 bucks ish, uh, just to, uh, that's without taxes. So, you know, add on whatever your it'll cost whatever your camachos cost where you are so it's not a uh it's not a significant uptick in price so it, it's uh yeah it's a delicious smoke and i'm excited for everybody to get their hands on it it's our first new uh full core line so it's not going to be limited uh production limited release anything like that we're full bore so we haven't had a new full release since uh the camacho nicaragua in 2020 so i'm excited man i'm i'm going to be hitting the streets and you know Hand the, well, not, I'm not going to be handing these out. If the FDA is watching, I will not hand any out. If somebody purchases a cigar or makes a qualifying purchase, I would love to put a Camacho uh, broadleaf in their hands. So with that, in the actual the winning of it, there's debate on whether or not that's still a rule or not in the industry. I was told I know right now, maybe right not. now I would obviously stay on the precautionary side, but I've heard that most likely moving forward as of now won't... well yeah they, they'll have well, that'd be very them. exciting but i don't you know look first of all i as a rule i do not know what i'm talking about so if you hear me say a fact <laughs> it is something i heard at a cigar shop allegedly, from another guy allegedly <laughs> who also knew that's one of my favorite things um is cigar shop facts because that's where i get most of my information so it's like you know Think about when you go online, like some people don't trust specific news outlets. You know, all of my information is coming from a different guy that was sitting on a cigar in a cigar shop with me in wherever I was last week. So, you know, as far as FDA stuff goes, I'm going to operate as business as usual until a lawyer, until somebody who has been paid to go to law school and is also paid by Davidoff uh, of Geneva tells me otherwise but you know i'm it, it is exciting news i hope everything comes to fruition uh i'm excited for you know new companies and new blends and new brands and you know i, I think that there could be a lot of innovation that we've lost out with over the last handful of years with the uh you know deeming regulations i think it'd be amazing yeah. now i have a question here from carl shout out to mr jays in rhode island are you sending any to mr jays i do not know um you know, this is how how our company works. Is uh, this your local sales rep, uh, customer success manager, uh, is what we call them at Davidoff. Uh, if they order, I'm sure we will. I don't know if they are an appointed merchant, meaning if they carry Davidoff, uh, they will be very likely to have them. So uh, I don't know. I don't know much about the uh, 
the state of your local shop. But if they don't carry it, ask them to bring it in. And if they are a Davidoff appointed merchant, which means they carry Davidoff, uh, they are most likely going to have it. So those are your go-tos. And uh, I see, you know, can you be the Camacho brand ambassador? Yes. If I uh, perish or am fired, uh, you can, you can, I'll give you the, your next up. Carl, that's how it works. Thank you for being here with us. I love you. You're always here with us. Thanks for watching. And there's your answer. If if someone was to up, take Jack play. down, you can slide in there. So that's fine too. I got life game. insurance, you know, so it's it'll be fine. It'll be yeah. all right. See, just, just do it to... at a cigar shop. So it'll be like he died doing what he loved, sitting on his butt, <laughs> making shit up at a cigar shop. You'll have to go to Mr. J's. And Carl yeah, will have, to have you taken out, and he can be like, "Well, I mean, I'm here. I'll just step into the. It's like the Santa Claus, right? You put on the suit, you yeah, become Santa Claus. That's exactly, <laughs> that's exactly how it's it works. like Tim Allen. You put it on. Hey, I'm Santa now. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to put on. Uh, you got to put on the cowboy hat and the boots, and uh, you can be Jack Hire. And it's just I've that been easy. in Dallas a few oh. times since, and I've been hesitant in my new role too, because I just don't, you know. I want to be likable, and I feel like if you show up at a cigar shop and you don't know anybody there and you're dressed like a douchebag, it's going to be pretty tough, too. I'm not saying that they, like people that wear that, are douchebags. I'm saying when I wear that, I am a douchebag. So that's kind of how the dynamic works there. If you wore, wore that and you even had like the spurs on your boots and you just yeah. jingle jangled in there and you're just like, yeah. howdy, I'm from Florida. Like, and they'd be oh, like, oh, oh. yeah, I want to. And y'all want to parlay or something? I don't. Ding. I'm just like fake spitting into nothing. How y'all doing? You want to buy some Camachos? Come on over. Let me tell you. Let me tell you about it. And then someone who's actually from like Texas or South will be like, "What's going on with that boy?" And <laughs> another guy will say, yeah. "He must get uh, kicked in the head by a mule." <laughs> I went to my first event in uh, in Dallas. There was a shoe shine, a sh- like a boot polishing stand there and everybody brought their boots in to get polished so you know no disrespect to the great state of texas you know that's a that's a camacho stronghold oh yeah Barbara, you'd be surprised it's a decent it's a decent uh swath of people you know i'm an acquired taste but you play fast and loose you know it's gonna it's gonna happen oh that's right you know the a cuffs too i forgot about that of course kevin you know they're kevin smoking tobacco Barbara, people uh, now I know you've you've recruited them to the dark side. I have, if you will. Yeah, yeah. I've I've uh, Ke- Kevin's been one of my uh, liaisons all the way back to my Alec Bradley days. That was my first cigar gig. Uh, oh damn! A handful of years ago. So that was I was a sales guy for Alec Bradley on the West Coast, and I would stop by Vegas, and I would always see uh, Kevin and Barb. Of course, of course, you have to swing through there. Of course, yeah. I'm really happy. Well, I'm pretty Barbara. prolific. I I can't even imagine what the collection's looking like now, but like five years ago, it was pretty insane. So oh, I, at their house? Oh no, I, yeah. It's, I can't uh, imagine current day, but it was. Thank God Barb can help him chip away at the you know at the stash because see I know see I I know that Barbara's the one who's like Kevin, you need to get rid of some stuff, and he's like. We just got all this stuff around here, and I'm not really sure what to do with it. And Barbara <laughs> wants it out of here, and. I don't know. <laughs> That's a pretty good <laughs> camera, too. It just happens. It just happens. And Barbara's going to Barbara's gonna, Barbara's gonna laugh at that and be like, ha-ha. Or she's going to be like, I can't believe you'd make fun of Kevin like that. She's going to show him this clip later. Right, Kevin oh, yeah. will watch it. Kevin will watch it. He'll know. And I'll get a phone call. We'll be like, my phone will ring. And every time Kevin calls me, he always – 
<laughs> he always answers. I'm like, hello? He's like, what are you doing? Every <laughs> yeah, time. That's such a good, that's such a good Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just get the, what are you doing? I'll be like, nothing. Hey, I saw the show with Jack earlier. and oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good Kevin. I'm impressed. I got to yeah. say. That's the first time I've ever done Kevin, too. It just, that just kind of <laughs> came mean, out. You could do like a full. You could do a full like fake trade show, a la like (laughs) Tyler Perry, Badia. That would be incredible. Get all the best impersonators in the industry. Yeah, we could do if we could pull that off, like a Nutty Professor style uh, video (laughs) of of you just doing all. Yeah, yeah, I can do Matt too, Matt Booth, um, which is it's a little. That one's a tricky one to do. You'd think it'd be easy. That one's it takes a lot. You got to get the squint down right. You got to get yeah the the you no know, yes specific, like... yes yes oh hi how are you good that's good bro you're gonna enjoy this cigar this is good I'm actually I'm actually blown away by this and this it doesn't matter what it is or when it's coming out it'll be out soonish but trust your heart yeah. Just put it into your mouth pipe and enjoy the intergalactic collection of flavors and smoke it, man. Just enjoy the cigar. Me and the uh, Star Dojo boys were in Vegas, and I've always known Boofy. You know, I've always known that version. And uh, at the time, we were at a fancy steakhouse. There was a Cigar Dojo guy that was a server there that, you know, was like, hey, guys, I'll get you in. We'll have a nice dinner. And Matt Booth was at the end of the bar, um, you know, talking to the bar manager about his gin. Um delicious but we walk behind him and we're like we're, we're expecting him to be like ah, you know like hey, buffet and he was just having a very like delightful pleasant normal con- like oh yeah man and you you know spending time with the kids it, it, it just fills your heart up so much man uh how, how are you doing and we were like expecting him to be like yeah so we like walk up we're like yeah and he was just like oh like so then he like snapped into boobies he's like ah what's up you guys we were like we walked away we're like oh my god and you know what happened booth. and you know and you know what happened when he turned back to that serious conversation? He went, He's like, I don't know who those guys are. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. I was like, I was like, oh, you were saying I was like, so. That was Matt. I was like, that was Matt Booth. I, I, I hadn't met Matt Booth. Yeah. He's uh, when you actually get to really meet him, it'll change your life. You know, they always say like having kids changes your life. And so far I've learned that that's no, true, yeah, but meeting him for real will change your life. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's a he's a he's a good one. He's a fun one, uh, and it's funny. You know, you talk about the collection that they have right now. The running joke with Kevin and Barbara, speaking of Matt, is that Matt has, and I won't get too specific, but Matt has some property that is at the Acuff residence, and I think it's been there for a while. And I don't think he's been paying his rental fees, okay. so I know that he's like trying to. You know, Kevin's been trying to make that disappear, and uh, you know, it's uh, it's you know, it's fun. So I can only imagine. And you know, I, I, it's funny. You know, I it comes to cigars and stuff. I'll be like, Kevin, you know, we got some stuff coming in. Do you want any of these? And it's like, No, no, I really I'm good, it. I'm good. <laughs> and I'm like, Fair enough. Uh, so I can't send stuff to Kevin because he has even more than I do. I can't really send a lot of stuff to Mitchell because, well, Canada. Um, so a lot of the times he'll be arrested. He'll be arrested if they even catch wind. He's thrown, like, hey, hey. thrown in jail. <laughs> See, Barbara, right here. Three years. They'll make, me farm, Three years. they'll make me farm beavers for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, they'll oh, put him you, into. You uh, messed up big time. 
Yeah. Back to the beaver farm. <laughs> hey there, bud. Back to the fever farm there, bud. Okay, we're going to we'll you tell know. your wife where you're going. Don't you worry. <laughs> you owe 1,000 stories, and then you're okay, all right? All right, you can tell us all about it at the end. Okay. <laughs> if you're lucky, we'll have a moose. We'll have a moose drag you through the town. <laughs> ah, See, I knew this was going to happen. I knew this was going to happen, and Jack came on. It's going to get wild. It's going to get out of control. Let's stop for a second, and let's talk about our news really quick. And then when we get back, we're going to ask Jack about some of his conspiracy theories because he has a lot of them, and I'm sure that some of them will tickle you in the best way possible. So our news is once again brought to you by McAuliffe Cigars. McAuliffe Cigars is the new McAuliffe Black, rated number uh, rated 91 at SmokingTobacco.com by Kevin Acuff. You can read all about it on the website. And also, in the comments section, I pinned the link to this right now on all the platforms. If you're watching, it should be in the comments section, except for Twitter. But um, on all of our platforms, and if you're listening to us later, it'll be in the description. Um, we're doing a giveaway right now. The winner will be announced next Saturday night on the next Spare Notes episode, so stay tuned to find out who the winner is. But in the meantime, sign up, click the link, go to the website, comment below at the bottom of the page with your name and your email, and a winner will be selected at random to win a box of McAuliffe Black Toros. Rated 91 by Kevin A. Cuff at SmokingTobacco.com. McAuliffe Black, it is a blackout. <sighs> it took a lot out of me. Um, anyway, let's get back to the news. So... This week, uh, you know, not really a super busy news week, but there was a couple of interesting things. First of all, there's that. Um, Camacho, uh, sorry, Camacho, um, CLE. Uh, well, I mean, I guess that's kind of on theme, um, if you know your cigar history. Uh, CLE has shipped its Eroa PCA 2023 exclusive. That has gone out to stores. Uh, Ferry Otago has expanded its distribution in Asia, and they so Ferry Otago will now be available in Hong Kong, Japan, uh, China, um which I believe started earlier this month. Um, Altidus announces the new Onyx Vintage Nicaragua. That'll be hitting store shelves very soon. Um, and as well as the ongoing NFT, the Tatawahe Smoke In, the Anarchy NFT, um, has been continuing to sell since the last time we talked. Uh, the fourth one, I'm sorry, let me go back to the third one. Yeah, the third one. Uh, which ended a few days ago. That sold for $81,778 to our very good friend of the show, Mr. Jay Davis of Blue Smoke of Dallas. So congratulations. A Tatawahe NFT is going to Blue Smoke of Dallas. So call Jay Davis. Uh, everybody blow his phone up right now. He's in the Dominican Republic. Uh, so blow his phone up and tell him you want some. Uh, and then the fourth one has sold to Danny Dickowich. For also 81,180, so almost almost the same, uh, just a little bit less than number three, um, who uh, owns a shop of Tobacco Plaza in Great Neck, New York. So another one will be going up to New York. Uh, and the fifth one is currently underway. So if you head over to smokeatobacco.com, you can. What prices for the fifth one? Well, the fifth one is. Something, right? Um, I, the current like bid, because it hasn't bid, ended yeah. yet. Yeah, that's what I'm Last time I checked, I think it was like fifty-one or fifty-two thousand. The current bid is fifty-five thousand five hundred and fifty-five by Mr. Alex Martinez, who owns NFT numbers one and two from the L LFD Golden NFT from last year. So, um, no. then uh, and I I have come to understand that they um, may or may not already own one of the uh, Tatuai NFTs. Um, and the first NFT, although this has not been confirmed, 
There are rumors on social media circling around that um, potentially, again, these are rumors. I'm not calling anybody out here. This is what I hear in the locker room. Um, that NFT number one may or may not be going to Corona Cigar. So uh, that has not been officially verified, though. So that's just like just that's just us girls talking. Um, I'd stay tuned for probably post post uh, auctions on the confirmation of everyone's identity, which with the exception of Jay and Danny, I think those ones are pretty obvious. They were pretty out there on that. Um, but uh, yeah, so keep an eye out for those. And NFT number five, right? Yeah, number five will end tomorrow at noon. Well, unless it goes into overtime. And it uh, looks like there's already some bidding activity there. So stay tuned for that. And then NFT number seven is actually not going to be auctioned off because that will be staying with Abe at Smoke Inn in Boynton Beach, Florida um, at the Kingdom of Smoke, uh, Smoke Inn. So there's only two more left. So number five is up for grabs. And then at noon or when this one ends tomorrow, well, actually, it, it starts at noon either way. But tomorrow at noon, number six, the final NFT will start as this one will probably be finishing. Um, and then that'll be it. And all the Tatawai NFTs will be gone. And we'll wait for the next person to do an NFT. And I've, we're already taking we're already taking bets as to see who it's going to be. Uh, I'm thinking another big name company. Uh, maybe an even bigger name company than the first two. He jumps in on this. Because there's a few contenders who I think would be silly not to take advantage of these uh, NFTs. Because they've, so far, they've just, they've seen to, uh, you know, really grab some attention. So... Anyway, that's our news for the week, brought to you by McAuliffe Cigars. All right, let's get Jack back on here. I know he's probably stewing. He doesn't like to sit there and be silenced. He needs to get that energy out. Where is he? There he is. Look at him. Look at him. He's like all. He's got that nervous hand energy. Like, what do I do? What do I do? Oh shit! I'm back. Okay. Hi. I was trying to. I was trying to go for like a e evil, uh, you know, villain when you walk, like when James Bond walks in and he's just got like a tented, you know, like oh. You again. Like, good to see you. That's kind of what I was going for. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's it you, really so it's more like Dr. Yeah. Evil. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it doesn't really... hello, Austin Powers. <laughs> it doesn't really go as well when you have the uh, Hawaiian shirt on. It's not as menacing. It's, it's a little more difficult in that scenario. But, you know, you miss 100% of the shots you uh, don't take. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Jack Hire. Jack Hire. Just keep, just keep adding names to the list. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want... Yeah, there's that picture of him sitting in front of the whiteboard, like, looking all serious, where it says the quote, Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott, and then he's just sitting there like... I want that, like, framed in my house. Like, and I just... I want that to be, like, by my front door. So, like, when I come in every day, I just see that. Yeah, like, when the like, football, like when yeah. a football team, you know, like, the college teams walk by and they all hit the, like, sign on the way out, that could be your, you know... Get some shots on the board today. Look, we're before, big office fans. Podcast. Yeah, yes. before the podcast, Mitchell's right. Before you go on the show, you're just like, yep, <laughs> boom, boom. A little yeah. less dramatic if it's just like a sticky note on your monitor that you're just touching. But whatever, <laughs> you know, like, it plays. A little finger tap. That's nice. Yeah. We're big office people in our house. So you pulled office references with me. I mean, I don't think there's one you could drop on me that I wouldn't, I wouldn't pick up on. We've watched that show front to back. At least a hundred times. Best, it's just the best background show, you know. It's just a good. He never gets sick of it. Keep, yeah, I don't know what it is. Happens, you know. I, I I liked a lot like the Will Ferrell 
you know, episodes. I thought that those were hysterical, but you know, D'Angelo Vickers. People, yeah, they're not as popular. With yeah, 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 I'm truly blessed to be here tonight. Uh, to be at the Dundies. Yeah, I know. I, I get into it. I get into it. <laughs> I if anybody like that. knows that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I like when he when he when he does the when Jim like really calls his bluff on the dunk thing and he's like let's do it downstairs he's like all right and he just does that little jump he's like ah. yeah yeah <laughs> and he just and then he comes back from the hospital and he's just like bang 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 says bang 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 says bang bang it's just like what <laughs> what's going on <laughs> the cake it's the what am I doing. I don't want that. No, you know what? I've been good. <sighs> Come on, D'Angelo. <laughs> he just yells at the cake. <laughs> Dwight just does that dramatic, like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. I think that you could do a one-man show. The more I'm seeing it, you know, I think that you have it in you to potentially do the, uh, the a one-man show. I could. I could. You know, I really... You know, I've never really thought about it, but um, I could. Oh, Bill Powers is here with us. So, Bill, Bill thank you for watching. Hello, hello Bill. Uh, oh, oh, Mr. Yes. Bill. So, oh. The, the dead dog. So, I that was right when I was completely uh, submerged in darkness. So oh, no. Through the dead dog. But it's a it's a pretty legendary clip. Um, Robbie Rass. It is funny because we are, we are friends, but, like, every time something happens, I, like, greatly offend him and unintentionally, like – completely you know unintended but you know the fact that he doesn't completely hate me yet is a miracle but eric uh eric gatormson of cigar dojo fame uh, i was his co-host and he said jack you know i really you're doing a great job on the show he goes but you just have to know stuff about the guests like you can't just come in and not know anything <laughs> like you gotta just do a little bit of research because i was just kind of running and gunning and then just like you know you know when you don't really know who somebody is that well and you're like, how do I ask this question without offending them? And you're like, uh, you guys came out with that Habano, right? And they're like, no. Oh, oh okay. No, yeah, that must have been somebody. Oh, that was the other guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's your, how's your brother? Oh, uh, no, uh, my dad. Yeah, 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 your dad. You worked with your dad. That's right. So I, I commit, and it's the uh, – Robbie at the time was working for Mombacho. And he was going to be in studio. So I like stock his Instagram. I'm like, okay. And he just keeps posting this, uh, the, his dogs. He's a big dog guy. And then he posts one of his dogs. Like I felt like every day. So I'm just scrolling through. I'm like, all right, guys, a huge dog lover. I'll have a dog question. So we're about an hour into the show. Um, and I'm, I'm like, dude, I really want to ask you, uh, you know, I was, I was doing some research. I peeped your Instagram page, and I asked, I want to ask you about your dog. You have a cute little boxer, and he goes, "Uh, actually, uh, a few months back, we had to put Charlie down." <laughs> and it, the entire Damn. it just like was a screeching halt, and it was so funny because like, eh, just like, and he's like, "Ah, oh, but you know, it was cancer. It, uh, takes it takes it quick. It uh, it takes him quick." Uh, and we actually had to stop the show. We had to do like a brief like commercial break. And he's like, during the commercial break, he's like, all right, uh, you know, he's like, you asked, if you asked me that a few months ago, I probably would have lost it. But, uh, you know, I'm okay. I can, I can keep going now. But it's hilarious because I was like, I, the last post where he posted his dog, he wrote like, I miss you, buddy. Like, I'll never like, 
you cross the rainbow bridge and i it was i'll post the clip uh but it was unreal and i and for a while i was still like on the anniversary of that clip i would post the thing but then eventually you know i just felt bad because it was just you know kicking a dead horse well you know a dead dog but it was and here you, <laughs> and, and here you are kicking it again <laughs> So I stopped posting, but it's sometimes Robbie, like it's been like six it's years. One of your famous, sometimes most famous scenes of all time. It is. It is. It, sometimes Robbie will like post like in memoriam still to this day. And I'm like, he's doing that to get at me. I think, I think now he's, he's, he wants me to feel it's better. It's all your still. fault. <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was that story. And it's, and, it's, it's a pretty incredible clip. Jordan made a, you know, there is a, like a slow-mo reaction of everybody reacting to it in real time. <laughs> and it's literally like, no. <laughs> cringeworthy. Just cringeworthy. It's and hard to watch. It's hard to watch. But it's it's never not been funny. It's still funny the same. Was that the day that later. you realized, like, you know what? I'm ne- I'm, I'll am I'm never be cut out to be a show host. I, I, I can't do this. That's a fuck up. I, you know, I think, <laughs> I think it was like, like, it was like my first, like, viral moment. I was like, man. And then, you know, I actually, when I was in my previous position, I was, I had to be like, I I like being, it's best being like the guest, you know, Yeah. you two have to keep the show on the rails. I can kind of say whatever. And if there's like a lull in conversation, you guys have to ask me a question or something or, you know, like, but if you're the host, you have to keep everything going. You have to kind of check the time. Like, okay, did I forget something? Did I, whatever, what's going on? You know, have that you have to like do some of the broadcast stuff you have to like you know like i'm doing right now yeah make sure the stream's live it's it's not as much fun if you're just the guest or you're you know co-host and you don't have to do the tech part it's a lot easier you gotta you can just you know fire stuff off and sit back and relax yeah you know there's a lot that goes on back here um behind well it's not it's you know it is fun to do it's you know if this is considered work or if this is considered you know like whatever this is it is fun to do but it's not like easy and my favorite thing is when people are just like yeah i started my own podcast like it is it is not that difficult to go live on facebook but it's you know to do it for any amount of time and then you know you have a baby and you have to do two podcasts that week that's dedication to the grind right there that's that's what it takes. And keep your website updated, write reviews on products. Yeah, and, and, and you know, and go, through, <laughs> go through 8,000 job applications a day. You know, it's difficult. You know, it's to, like, to rebuild your website, yeah. which is a project in yeah. itself. <laughs> well, I, I it's not easy because now it's, now it's like I'm married to the cigar industry. Um, oh, look who's here. Like, it is great. Where it is. There we go. There he is. Love you, Coop. Yeah. Oh, captain, my captain. Right. Um, but now, you know, when I first started, I literally was a college kid that just wanted to smoke cigars for free. So I would get a cigar and I'd be like, this rules. This is the best. And I would like write like a, a little review about my, you know, experience smoking the cigars. Like, this is awesome. And then I got to go on like a trip or I got to go to like a trade show and I would get to, you know. And then now it's like I, you know, I do have free cigars, but there is a lot that comes with it, you know. Yeah, I'm not complaining. I have the greatest job ever. I don't think anybody should ever feel bad for me for one millisecond. But you know, it's like it's like a monkey paw. You like you wish for something and you you get it sometimes. So I I, I love this industry and this business, and I miss the media side because it was nice being able to, uh, you know, g- give your opinion. And you're not 
blasting anybody by any means, but it's nice to be an observer of everything that's going on and try everything different. You know, I feel like if I'm, I'm in one little corner, sometimes I feel like I miss a lot of what's going on with some of the boutique brands or, you know, I just am not as street wise as I used to be with all the new stuff that's coming out and all the new releases. And I'm not, I do smoke a lot of stuff that's not ours, but it used to be, I was smoking every single thing that came out. So it's, there's a lot of different amazing parts of this business. Oh, for sure. Lots of different facets. Um, and, you know, I, you seem to fit right in everywhere. I don't know what it is. You just... You know what? I think it's just I'm generally likable. I call it failing upwards because I do do a good job. I'm not going to say I do a, a bad job. No, you don't. Uh, but I, but like I, no matter what has happened, I've been able to try, you know, the next thing has been able to, I've been able to try that out and do it. And I've been on the sales side. I've been in the media side. I've been in the marketing side. Uh, now I'm a brand ambassador, which is the best. If you can get the brand ambassador gig, it's the greatest. It's I get to just, you know, go out and talk about cigars that I love, and you know, hang out in cigar shops, smoke cigars. I travel a lot, but you know, I'm at the, I'm at the age and point in my life where it's still really fun to travel. So, uh, it's incredible. And I, you know, Camacho working for Davidoff, Camacho especially, um, it's the best. It is so great. And just the cigars themselves. If it was just the cigars, it would be worth it. Like when I was, uh, when we were talking about, you know, I'm signing papers to start at this company. Uh, and they're like, you know, I'm like, I hope that they don't, you know, I hope there's no negotiation because if they knew how little I would do this job for, they would feel really stupid paying me any amount of money. If they were like, okay, we'll give you like a couple hundred bucks a month. I'd be like, all right, yeah, that sounds good. I'm in <laughs> a box, a couple boxes of like Grand Cru Toro, some Corojo, maybe some Avo Classic. You keep that in there. I'm in. So it's 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 great. Doesn't take a lot to keep you happy. No, I'm a simple guy. I'm a simple guy. Um, you know, I, I've always said it's kind of like the the only thing that I'm bougie about now is cigars. But I've said like as long as you can still enjoy like a crappy you know beer or like. A crappy. If you can't stay in a, a hotel room that's kind of crappy, then it's harder because like you have a certain expectation for things. I can still stay in a dumpy hotel and drink a Coors Light and be fine. Now I can't smoke crappy cigars. That's unfortunate. But you know, that's I've always had that opinion about wine. Like as soon as I, I don't want to know anything about wine. I just want to drink whatever wine is around me, and then it's like, oh yeah, this is wine. Because as soon as you start getting into it. Then you got expensive taste. It gets away from you. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's there's a rumor that you have a tattoo. No, oh. it's a factual. It's a you guys don't know about this. I thought that I this was public domain. Well, that's the whole reason I got the job. And, and did you show it during your interview? Because <laughs> of course, I mean, some of the people that interviewed me were there when it happened. Um, there you go. So years ago, years ago, I think it was either 20 is between the years of 2016 and 2018. I'm not sure when maybe 2017 or 2018. I was working for cigar dojo. Uh, I was doing podcasts and I was doing a little cigar reviewing on the side and Camacho uh, was like, Hey guys, we want you to come down. That's true. That is, it is. <laughs> Barbara's um, already we, on we top gonna, of it. We were going to get to that. <laughs> the location. So, uh, it's, a train so it's the best story. It's the greatest story. Um, so they said, hey, we want you guys to come down. Um, we're kind of beta testing our factory tours. So before us, like when the, in the very, very early stage of Charlie Minato had been down, like before the full uh, guest house at our Honduras or right. our factory at Honduras. Uh, so we were like the second 
group, we're the first actual group to go down, but like the second people to go down and like, you know, go on the trip. So we told him, Hey, we want to stay for four days and we want to, you know, just really try everything and we will totally be your guinea pigs. So, you know, the first time we get down there and we're George Rami, who's still, uh, he's, you know, on our, in the office, he's on our digital marketing side. He was for a decade, you know, the face of Camacho and he's the greatest. He broke his back, you know, traveling the country and basically long haul trucking from stop to stop. Um, he was just in Colorado with the boys. Um, but he was down there and the first night, you know, I was overserved. We'll say that, you know, the first night I was getting a little, I was getting after it. I was enjoying the experience. And the next day I kind of wake up, you know, there's some cobwebs in my brain and they're like, dude, do you remember what you said last night? And I was like, no, they're like, you said you would get the Camacho logo tattooed on yourself. And I was like, you know what? I just might like say, I won't. And they're like, no, you're not going to do it, dude. I was like, I'll do it. I'll do it. And they're like, all right. Like, if you say so, we'll find a tattoo artist here. I was like, but I, it has to be a good one, you know. I don't want to just get some crappy, you know, Honduran tattoo. I want, like, the best Honduran tattoo artist to come out. So they find a guy, and they're like, all right, we found the guy. He's going to come tomorrow. Do you want to do it? The guy's coming tomorrow. I was like, I'm in. I'll do it. Uh, so then the next day, they're like, dude, all right. Like, he's coming. I was like, okay, I have a list of demands. I was like, one, I'm not paying for it. You guys are paying for it. I was like, two, I want a ton of cigars. I want a first-class flight home. And I said, and I, I reserve the rights if there's any Davidoff board meetings. I get to, if I flash the tattoo, I'm allowed entry. They're like, yep, we agree to your terms. That's it. You're in. I was like, awesome. Boom. So we're, um, you know, the day's going by and we're doing a live show. We're, we're doing a live broadcast down there. Um, and actually on that show, funny enough, we, we did a, we gave away two trips to, uh, uh, Don Lee and I'm pretty sure Kevin won the trip. I'm pretty sure that might be a lie, but, uh, Randy for sure did. Um, and during the show, the tattoo artist guy comes in and it was like, all right, we're doing this. And he had a top hat on and he walked in, made a beeline immediately put like 20 cigars in his bag. And he goes, uh, just so you guys know, I don't speak English, just in perfect English. And I was like, ha good one, man. And he was like, no, I just know that last sentence. And then this sentence explaining it. I don't speak English. And that was it. No English for the rest of the day. Like family so guy. The... Yeah, it was literally like that. I don't, the second part I made up. Okay. The first part. <laughs> yeah. So, so, you know, he prints out the Camacho logo on a piece of paper. And there was one that was like really tiny. Like it almost was like, it almost was pathetically small. And then there was one in the middle that was like, all right, that's, that's, that's at least something. And then the bottom one was like, I was like, okay, I'm going to get the, but he kind of like Goldilocks me into picking like a bigger one than I expected. So he's like, all right, where do you want it? And I was like, the, the, the normal answer would be like, oh, okay, maybe the shoulder, maybe like here, maybe there. But I was like, the funniest place by far would be a tramp stamp. And everyone was like, no. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. And my rationale was hilarious because I was like, look, I live in Denver, Colorado. I take my shirt off three times a year in the summer to like go to a pool or on vacation. I don't really care. I'm a pasty white guy. I was like, and I don't like work for any cigar companies. So what does it matter if I have a scorpion tramp stamp? Nobody will ever even know, you know, since that day I've worked for like two different cigar companies with a Camacho tramp stamp. But uh, if you guys want to see it, I'll, I'll, I'll show it off. This isn't, you know, this, this happens a lot. So it's definitely not. Oh, here we go. Look at this. It's real. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, folks. 
It's huge too. Uh, it's and and uh, it's still there. Yeah, it's. He sometimes get cold in the middle of the night, so I'll get him a little sun or a blanket or something. But yeah, that's. And eventually, you know. So imagine being me. You're kind of stupid. You're kind of stupid. And then word gets to your ears that the Camacho brand ambassador position is open. Come on, like you got. I, I did the I did the interview and I was like, guys. You're not going to find anybody more committed. I can promise you that. And boom, here we are. So now it's, you know, I, I say I'm the only guy that has advanced his career with a tramp stamp. I, I don't know if that's totally true, but it might be. Keyword guy. You know, that just means that you'll have to get another tattoo for your, you know, to get the next job. I mean, you have to yeah, I, I'm hoping to, I'm hoping to stick here for a while because this is a permanent, you know, it's, I asked about uh, tattoo removal. I Googled it, and, and I actually – somebody was somebody told me one time, they're like, oh, even if it did, even if you were able to somewhat – not that I want to. You know, if any of my, if any of my coworkers are watching, I'm in it. You know, I'm not – it's not coming off. But they're like, even if you were to attempt to remove it, there would just be like a horrible scar of a scorpion on your back. So you're just – you're riding with that forever. You're stuck with so, it. You know. It's funny. It's undoubtedly funny. You know, and it's kind of like a bell curve. Like it's, I think it's going to get a little less funny and then I'll be like an old man with a tramp stamp and then it'll be just like through the roof. funny. <laughs> be like Grandpa Jack, right I now it's... you have this wrinkly black spot on your back and you'll be like, oh, <laughs> yeah, funny story yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, my, my girlfriend, that is a tough conversation you always have to have at some point when you're a tramp. I, st- I tried to start a Facebook group like, you know, straight dudes with ironic tramp stamps and there was just not a ton of uh not a ton of people jones to join it but if you guys know anybody with a funny tramp stamp that's trying to join the group you know please where we're Send taking your way you ever see the movie couples tribe? retreat yeah. with i haven't oh, maybe Fong i have but i kind of blocked John it out Favreau. yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. he's in the he's in the water and there's like a shark going around but it's not like trying to attack anybody and they're at dinner, and he pulls his leg out, and he's got like this little scrape, and he goes, "It's like I was attacked by a shark." And John Favreau's like, "Looks like maybe you scraped your leg on the ladder getting out of the water." And he was like, "I'm part of an elite group. I'm a shark attack survivor." And he's like, "Have you ever been bit by a shark?" No, you can't talk about it. I'm part of an elite group. That's like you. You're part of an elite group of nonsense. Yeah, of, of, <laughs> yeah, very just dumb guys. <laughs> But it's Uh-oh. funny. I mean, it's undoubtedly funny. Sometimes, like, depending on where I am, like, if it's, like, a really classy event, I will not disclose that I have a scorpion tramp stamp, you know, because I just don't – it doesn't play everywhere. You'd be surprised, you know. Yeah. Uh, the cigar crowd, the general demographic, a lot of them think it is funny. A lot of them are like, what the hell? <laughs> you got a what? Where? <laughs> <laughs> But you know, if you if you asked me before this job if I regretted it, I would have said yes. And if you asked me now, I would have said yes, but a little less. You know, it's that's a fair answer. Still... <laughs> that's a fair answer. It's right. funny. That's my that's my uh, shtick. You know. Well, I'm gonna ask you now because we already teased this like three times. So we were talking a little bit before the show, and I know you have some conspiracy theories. And what is your, probably your your top two wildest conspiracy theories? I know one of well, you kind of I'll, mentioned already. I'll stick to like some of my cigar because I would just we would always think of uh, like funny articles we could write. And I wrote back in the day. I wrote some articles about like 
you know, if, if the cigar industry was Game of Thrones or what the Ooh. cigar industry will look like in the year 3000 or I was kicking stuff around. Um, I ta- I saw Rocky Patel. Um, he actually was at a shop that I was going to. We were kind of passing. And I actually talked to him about this one. I don't think he took me seriously. But my theory was because Rocky Patel is such a prolific traveler. I mean, he has been doing events for 20 years and he's, you know, still on a plane every day. I had a theory that Rocky Patel was cloned in the like early 2000s. And I I think it holds some weight. Like sometimes you'll see there's like different versions of Rocky. So like there's like, you know, it's kind of have you ever seen the movie Multiplicity with Michael Keaton? No. It's incredible. So like that it's kind of the same theory, but it's Michael Keaton is a guy who's got a, you know, he's a construction foreman. He and his wife are married, but he's just having a hard time, you know, doing everything, spending time with his kids, spending time with his wife, doing his job. So a company approaches him to clone him and he clones himself. And then he just sends that one to work all day. So he golfs all day and then he hangs out with his wife and then he has the clone sleep in the garage. Then that clone is like, well, screw this. I want to go golfing too. That clone clones himself. But when the clone clones himself, you know, it kind of goes off the rails. The third clone is like the least cloney clone. So I've had, you know, I've had some run-ins with Rocky where I've been like, which one is this? Which, which mark, which model is, you know, this, this Rocky Patel version. So that was, that was a theory. Um, I'm, I'm Jonathan Drew was my boss for a long time. I love Jonathan Drew, but there was a time where I had a theory that he might be blind because he was wearing sunglasses so often. I was like, it could be like, have you ever heard where Stevie wonder people think that Stevie wonder is actually not blind. <laughs> no, I actually haven't heard that, but okay. I'm with you. I'm with you. And there's an even crazier one where like people think that Helen Keller wasn't like Helen Keller was just lying and was just faking the whole thing. They're like, Helen Keller wrote seven oh books. How God. did she write? How did she write anything? You know, Stevie wonder Oprah gave Stevie wonder a, like she gave him like a Rolls Royce for his birthday one year. And I'm thinking, like, why does it matter? He doesn't know. Like, what? He can't He's drive. Like, the seats in this car are a lot more comfortable. He was like, yeah, the seats in this car are a lot more comfortable. So, so you know, JD. Now I've come to discover that JD just likes looking cool. So, like a Gucci, you know, a pair of Gucci sunglasses just look cool. But I was like, sunglasses inside. I was like, what if JD's actually been blind this whole time and he's just pulling the wool over our eyes? Not the case. He is. He does have vision. Uh, that one's false. Um, I thought that for a long time. You know the Culebra story. No. I was like, like so the this the the uh, legend of the Culebra. You know, is like that in Cuba they were only allowed to have one cigar a day. This is probably true. Oh, I uh, yeah. That it. I thought you meant like there was. Never mind. Yes, I know that. No, story. there was like a separate story. No. Yeah. No. I but thought you were like talking you about something else. Once, <laughs> you can only bring one cigar home a day so they started branding three cigars together right. i'm like if i'm that guy's boss i'd be like no what the fuck no that's just three cigars no that's like yeah it's like they had like like they had like a strict like tax code i think that the boss was like oh that's a good idea we're gonna sell those but no of course you can't just roll three cigars into one cigar hey thanks for the idea but no <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. we're gonna make that money off exactly that you can still go fuck yourself <laughs> I don't think that this was a this was a uh, conspiracy theory by any means, but like for a long time, like there was everybody was making candelas, and it was kind of like, have you guys ever seen the show Chopped? Um, 
I think it's I've like seen it like once or show. twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a cooking show, and the premise of the cooking show is like you have a basket in front of you, and they'll give you five ingredients, right? And you have to use all of them in a dish. Yep. Um, and then uh, sometimes it'll be like bread, meat, cheese, pickles, and then it'll be like fungus or like something disgusting. And then they, you take the last gross ingredient and you try to like just hide it in something. You're like, oh, I put the I put the toe jam inside of a ketchup and then that's how I use it. That was the, my theory. That's what the entire cigar industry was doing with candelas was like, like everybody was like, it's a candela wrapper. Um, we think candela tastes terrible. So we tried to make it not taste like a candela at all, but it does. The wrapper's green. You guys can see that, right? So I was like, why is, why are we even doing this guys? Like, why are we making a green cigar that just doesn't have any of the taste of candela? You know? I don't know if that was a conspiracy theory, but that's just something I saw on the streets that was happening a lot. Mm. It was like, we made this green colored cigar. Isn't that funny? The the quote of every best candela. This is the best candela. It doesn't taste like candela. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like well, every time. Every, every, every time. Yeah. It's like, that's the, wasn't the whole point to make, like, then why did we do this? I'd rather just have a regular cigar, you know? <laughs> but it's green. I know. Seriously. I just have a regular cigar. Like, don't don't just put a candela wrapper on something and then tell me it's something else. No. Those are those are some good conspiracies, though. The Rocky one is uh, epic. The Rocky one might be true. I, you know, I I straight up asked him. I was like, dude, I had a theory that you were cloned in like the early two thousands, and he kind of laughed it off. But it was kind of like when you were asking your parents about a deep dark secret, and they kind of changed the subject. I'm like, maybe, maybe, just maybe. I don't know if this was a theory, but I joked with Omar from Fratello one time that I thought that he was just like five guys stacked together, like, you know, like a, like it was somebody trying to get like some teens trying to get into an R rated movie. I was like, I'm just like, I'm just not buying it, dude. I don't know. It seems like there's the Rocky one would here. The Rocky one (laughs) would make sense because anyone who's ever been to a trade show with Rocky knows that Rocky is up and abound and partying and drinking he doesn't sleep the whole time that's because we were talking about the prestige that's because this rocky had a full night of sleep that's exactly what happens yeah so he goes he the one rocky (laughs) he does the trade show during hey guys welcome to rocky patel and you know he does (laughs) the show and you know he goes to sleep you know he has a nice meal and he goes to sleep at like nine o'clock he's out like a light he's in his 60s now and then other rocky patel's like it's my time to shine nish let's go and he goes out (laughs) at 10 p.m and he's out in the casino till 6 a.m then he's like all right time to switch and you know the other ones it's like like, they just like what hey what happened who did you talk to okay you know there's a Just briefing. Download really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> what did you tell? Exactly I right. told so and so we'll make his cigar. Right. Write it down, and then that's it. And then, then they do the change. That would make sense. I'm 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 with you on that one. That one for the sure. The other ones. The other ones a little too far fetched. <laughs> but that that one. There's something there. I mean, you know, I don't know. Now it's funny. You told me about. I don't know if you can share this or if you want to share this. I should say. Um, you mentioned something about. Steve Saka and who? Yes, I've told I've told um I've told Saka about this, but I you know and I don't want to give away the full story because I'm still gonna finish this one day. But I, okay, I, I, I yeah, time, don't don't ruin like, it. Like in between in between gigs, I have been working on you know a graphic novel, 
And the premise of this graphic novel is, and when I do publish it, it will be through Cigar Dojo. They've, I promised them the rights. It's only um, fair. Yes, because I was, I, we were coming up with this idea together. But like the the premise of it is, it's a post-apocalyptic world, and in this post-apocalyptic world, the FDA has created this robot that like it determines everything that's bad for humans, and then it pulls like it's a classic sci-fi trope where humanity is its own worst enemy so then all humans become eradicated you know it goes out so you know i i have joked about this with coop a long time but like i part of it was coop uh, uploads himself into a computer and he's like a coop bot and he's still publishing articles into the year like 2067 like you know 2155 um and he's got like a pirate radio station where he's still doing all of his shows, shows. Like, prime time special yeah, edition. <laughs> <laughs> On episode 487,000 of Prime Time. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we have our guest. We have our guest, the ghost of Michael Herklotz. Michael, thank you for joining us. <laughs> yeah, so the, the premise of this is that, like, if there's two guys in the industry that I know that'll shoot you straight and that'll, like, tell you if they don't like something, it's Hector uh, from Espinosa and Steve Saka. Like, you know, if you hand either of those guys a cigar, and it's like, you're like, hey, this is my blend. Uh, they'll tell you if they don't like it. Um, yeah. They might not be, they might be nice about it. They might not be nice about it, but they'll, you know. They won't lie. You want some unfettered, you know, I've been with Steve Sokka where he's smoked a cigar and he's just been like, no, I hate this. I don't like this. And so the premise of it is that those two are like buddy cops and they're trying to find the last cigar on earth. So I have a chapter where it's Coop. Um, and this is, I mean, I will, I actually wrote this part where uh, Coop has like the the bots find Coop's like lair. And he's like, at this point, he's like half human, half cyborg. And Coop's got two machine guns. And he's like, you guys want to taste some lead? This lead is 98. This is 98 rated. And it's box worthy. And he just is like. Da, 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 da. So I thought that would be great. I have a chapter. I have a chapter about the rock bots, the Rocky Patel bots. Um, you missed out. You missed. You hold on. You missed one part of that though. You didn't put in there like <laughs> it's ninety-eight rated as box worthy, and it meets the coupe standard of excellence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These these bullets were released within the time frame that is. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. So then, and then there was going to be a chapter which this would be perfect, where like jonathan drew is like the head of like a mad max style like oh i could see that cigar army so there's like every and they got like all the, the remaining gas uh there was I'm, I'm gonna finish it at some point um but it was it was a masterpiece of you know science fiction um you know in the in the cigar universe that is i have to say I don't think anyone's ever made me laugh that hard on this show. <laughs> and I've had Matt on here like four times. Yeah. I've had um, – yeah, that might have been the best thing that's ever been told on this <laughs> show. Because um, you can totally see it. That's the best part is you can totally see Coop. Yeah. Like like the world is ending and him like being like, all right, well, I guess I'm just Let me ask you a question. To, uh... you, did you ever play games back in the day? How old are you? I'm 30. Yeah, I was a big-time gamer. All right, so you're about the same age as me. I'm 29. I'll be 30 soon. So did you ever play Fallout New Vegas? It's exactly Fallout New Vegas. That's exactly... You knew exactly where I was going with it. Yes. (laughs) 
That's exactly. That's kind of like. My it's like Mister House. <laughs> yes, it's exactly that. Yes, I like that's that. Exactly what I was going for. It was like this, like post-apocalyptic world where we're still kind of like for some reason there's still cigar reps, even though the world's <laughs> ended. Everyone's like, well, I gotta, I gotta make a living somehow. I know. You're selling rad waste. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty intense. And you know, I really do hope you finish that because I really do want to read I that. I will. I will. I will. It's, I'll pay for that. And we'll. It's well. I have I have some old articles that I'll have to send you. That's actually the reason I got my job at Drew Estate is because I wrote an article called "Cigars in the Year 3000," which has some of the themes of this, where I was talking about you know the difference you know what each cigar industry entity would be in the year 3000 so it's i'll i'll send you some some i'll put in one of the the live streams some of my you know my highlight reels uh after the show so people can check up on the dog video and you know some of my my musings because it's at a time i was i really had it you know now i've totally phoned it in you know i'm i'm damaged goods at this point but there was a time where i was really something you were at your peak I peaked too soon, for sure. Yeah, tramp stamp was the beginning of the end. Now I, you know, now I'm like, I'm, I'm waiting to work in. I was gonna say this earlier, um, and then we kind of like got off topic, but I'm gonna try to sneak it in here. I'm waiting for the day. It's probably not gonna happen soon, but eventually, I think the day, I think the day could come when we get the press release from such and such brand, and it says Jack Hire is hired as you know, executive vice president or whatever. Whatever the one of those high ranking titles. Director of director of janitorial. And it's just like the quote and it's like Jack Heyer said, Honestly, I don't know how I got this job. <laughs> and that's the that's the yeah. quote. <laughs> well, it's funny JC uh, <laughs> Newman, wonderful people. Oh yes. Uh, when when I was with Cigar Dojo, we were down in Tampa just hanging out. We did a we did a, a Davidoff cigar actually. This was 2017, I think. The Davidoff Cigar Dojo White Label, which was incredible. Mm-hmm. But uh, we went to J.C. Newman, and they were like talking about the potential ad partnership. And they were like, Jack, we wanted to talk to you about, you know, as part of it, what would it take to get a J.C. Newman tattoo, like a brick house or like a. And I was like, you know what, guys, I'm still debating if I'm opening up my physical canvas for uh, ad space or real estate. But they were like, I don't know how serious they were, but they were like semi-serious. They're like, well, let us know. You know, we got some ideas. We can get you, you know, the diamond crown, something or other. But it was, it was hysterical. And I had to really, I'd give myself like a long look in the mirror. I was like, how far are we going to go? This is what I'm known for now. <laughs> you could be like Matt Booth. You could have the bodysuit, but your bodysuit is all just cigar stuff. Nothing else. All yeah, I, I actually... There's a great guy named Terrence. I can't remember it. Terrence B. Uh, I think he I, he was an old dojo guy. I think he's still around. But he was the biggest cigar fan ever. And he would walk. He would go to like the Great Smoke, and he would have a sharpie with him, and he would have you know Ernesto Perez Carrillo sign his arm or his leg or like wherever he is fully tattooed everywhere, and then he would get a tat that sharpie tattooed on him. Oh shit! Okay. So he actually had, you know, sing, and it was funny because uh, he had Eric uh, of Cigar Dojo sign him. And Eric was like, I don't know. Am I like tattoo signature worthy? Like, where does this, where's the line end? Like, if it gets, if I'm signing anybody, I, w- I just would refuse to do it. I'd be like, please don't, 
please don't make this decision. You don't too, want right? your name on someone else's body. <laughs> I can barely, I can barely read and write, let alone like have a beautiful, you know, signature. On no chance. Are you the scribble guy who does like the J and then you just go? Yes, it's barely a J. It's barely a J. <laughs> it's a loop, and then there's like a, and that's where I started. Imagine, you know, forty years from now, I'm not even going to be able to. It'll just be a line. You just have all this collection. Oh, it's Eric Espinosa and oh, that's Carlito Fuente. A line. See the C and then, who's this with the line? I don't know. It's just like a scribble. I don't know. Hmm. I don't I think know. That that guy's selling software now. I think that he was the director of janitorial. At, I heard he know. lives in Reseda in a van. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man. Oh, Je- uh, Kevin said that was Terrence Bumgarner. Terrence B, yes. Yeah, he's still around somewhere. He's a great guy. Yeah, yeah. I- I'd love to see that. I- 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 I'd love to see. It was impressive. Back. Yeah. It was impressive. Uh, Mitchell, I wanted to ask you, how is your uh, how's your Camacho unleashed number one? Unofficially number one. I've kind of come to the end here. Oh, yeah, me too. I'm almost there. You're a yeah. little bit further along than I am. I'm, I'm about there. But yeah, it, was it was great. Good, it was delicious. Good. Um, good to the uh, I'm excited to uh, hear your guys' thoughts on the broadleaf. Mitchell, if I can figure out a way to, you know, send like a carrier pigeon up to, you know. <laughs> if you just get it to Matt, we'll get it to me. Yes. We'll, okay. we'll yeah. pull we'll some make, strings. Um, so. now, now, is the factory unleashed? Uh, is the number three the end of it? Or is, is there plans to go to four? <sighs> I think I think most air. likely I won't um, you know nobody write an article about this so this is not like an official edict but I think that this will probably be the last for a little while of this line. Um, you know yeah. we did Habano, Connecticut, Maduro. We have this brand new you know full brand that we're launching, so we're probably going to focus on broadly for a little while. Um, there'll be there's always something cool kicking around with Camacho, but I I think that this will probably be if. If you liked the Factory Unleashed series, I would probably snap these up because you're. I'm not going to say 100% because, you know, I don't. Yeah. I'm not the uh, one signing the checks here at Ottinger Davidoff, but uh, it's it's most likely that you're going to uh, not see another one for a little while, at least. And now, also, you're, you're one of the few brands that have reopened the factory for factory tours. Is that correct? Yeah. So we'll be doing now, we're still a little backed up on. on you know, trips from the past. So we will be doing, I will be down there for a handful of tours at the beginning of next year. Um, we have opened them into the public to the, in the past. I'm not sure if we will or how we'll handle this year. We're, we're pretty close to deciding who gets to go. Usually it's a retailer media, something like that. But, uh, yeah, we, we take people down for a few days down to Don Lee Honduras. Uh, it is a wonderful, I mean, wonderful factory. And as far as like, cigar factory guest houses it is the nicest i have seen it's incredible um we have you know state of the art everything we have a ton of games fun stuff to do it's like truly the camacho way we do things you know pretty full force over at camacho if we're doing something we're kind of balls to the wall all the way out so it's 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 a pretty incredible experience and and honduras is an amazing country and the soil is just so ridiculous it's like the thickest crumbliest i mean it's it's like nothing you've ever seen if you haven't been down there try to you know hope that somebody can get down there with us if you're you go to your retail shop you know ask somebody and if you're able to go down just in general and see a cigar factory and a farms and all that stuff it's it's 
unreal. Yeah, Kevin's been a couple times. I was gonna say. I was just about to say yeah. Kevin's been there, um, which which I think Barb has been there too. Um, yes, I have not been myself, but it's on my list. And you know, that's the thing. I, I have a long list of places I still want to go. Uh, that's on my list. I've heard so many great things about it. Don't worry, Kevin and Barb have sold it to me. <laughs> um, so I uh, I'm, I'm I'm I want I look forward to going to that someday. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, well, we'll, we'll get you there at some point. I don't know when I'm not in the promise giving business because I, if I told everybody, if it were up to me, I'd be like, Oh, we'll just do 500 tours next year. I just told everybody they could go, but it's, it's incredible. And I'm excited to be down there and well, I'll brush up on my Spanish a little bit. You know, who knows? No tattoos. That's the goal for this, this slate is to come (laughs) back with the exact same amount of tattoos one. Uh, the office. I told them I would get the. Uh, I told them I would get a QR code, maybe. But you know, that's just. That's only if we have a really good, you know, link that we need to populate. Well, you know, you never know. The day might come. You know. Actually, yeah, well, I was here's an about idea. Also, getting a hot hot tub back there. You know, maybe a little house just so the scorpion's a little bit more comfortable. You know. Yeah, yeah. No, actually, I just thought of something. I remember when the. When the Unleashed first came out, I remember George Romney coming up to New Hampshire. He was on Scar Authority. Yes. I think is where I met him. Um, at the time, they were handing out actual scorpions like to eat. Do you yes. guys still do that? So we did a couple for the last two or the first two. We did like a little challenge, like a social media challenge. Um, and it was the first year we found some like petrified or like dried scorpions that were food safe to eat actually so we sent them out and i have actually eaten i've actually eaten a handful of them they're not good like i wouldn't say it's fun to eat but it just kind of tastes like dry crunchy like dirt a little bit and then the following year which which i don't know if it brought an end to it forever but it was it was too much um they sent out the one chip challenge so the one chip challenge is like a famous, like it's the spiciest chip on planet earth. Um, and like, you know, I don't think that anybody in the office had tried it before they were like, okay, we'll send this. Cause the, the whole thing with Camacho is, you know, it's the boldest built bold, the boldest cigar company out there. And everything we do, we like to have fire and meat and arm wrestling and loud music. And it's a party, you know? So it was, but the one chip challenge, people were actually like dying. Like people were eating the chip and like throwing up viciously and like, so the the most the last year we we did not uh, have any challenge. I'm sure they will come back, but we kind of took a uh, a year of remembrance. And funny enough, actually, my boss Eddie, uh, who's a wonderful guy, Eddie Guerra, um, when I started, they were they were pranking me a decent amount. I was I was hazed. Um, so the first day, you know, I'm working for Davidoff. They say, hey, just so you know, if you're at the office. It's full suit when we're at the office. So I show up in a full suit. Eddie was wearing a suit. And then I walk in. Nobody else is wearing a suit. Everybody else is dressed business casual at best. I saw some, you know, I was like, okay, funny. And then they told me that the bathrooms downstairs were under construction. So I had to go upstairs. So every time I went to the bathroom, I would hike upstairs. I'd go all the way to the accounting like side. And I'd go to the bathroom and I'd get kind of weird looks from like IT and accounting. And then the last day I was in the office, my first week, they had me do the one chip challenge. And I thought, I was like, I'm a, you know, I'm a pretty tough guy. I can handle this. So 20 minutes in and my gut, like I said, it felt like I had like a baby in there that was doing karate. It was like, 
And I was wearing a shirt, like a regular shirt, and I was sweating through my shirt. I was crying. And I threw up. I had to throw up five times, like horribly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like dying. That's painful. Then, so they, that's when they told me, they're like, oh, by the way, the, the bathroom's downstairs working. And I come out, and I was just sweating and laying on the floor. And they were like, oh, you didn't have to eat the whole chip. Uh, and they're like, and by the way, none of us ate the chip ever. So congratulations. Welcome to the team. So it was, it was good hazing for sure. Yikes. That sounds painful. I would never do. I said that I wouldn't do it for anything less than a thousand dollars. I'd do it again for a thousand dollars, but nothing short of that. At least we. At least there's a number. Not one cent short. Yeah, yeah. We'll do it for charity. The charity is. Uh, well, no, I would do it for charity. If we that that could be. Maybe we'll throw that in next year. I'll throw up on camera for uh, you know. It's like when Bradley yeah, Rubin shaved off his mustache. Yeah, but that was easy. <laughs> yeah, it grows back. Yeah. Mitchell, what did you say? I said, this time you'll be prepared. You'll know. You'll know how to. You'll know what's coming for you. Uh, yeah, I just. I don't. I don't know if there's anything you can do, but just wear it. You know, just survive. Well, gentlemen, as much as I'd love to continue, we uh, <laughs> we're we're we're, what, we're you coming got something up. going on. <laughs> yeah, you know, I got a couple of things I got to get to. Um, you know, just a few, and <laughs> Nicole's probably waiting for me. Um, but no, I mean this this has been a great time, Jack. I mean, I tell you, I. I wish I could have you on every week. This is this is fantastic. Um, hey, yeah, if you guys ever need a spot, a co-host guest spot, I'm in. I'm gonna hold you to that because sometimes okay, we, we run into that we run into that scenario. So <laughs> <laughs> it's always it's always hand. good. Yeah, we can definitely do something off the cuff. Uh, but no, this was great, Jack. I I really appreciate you taking the time. Um, this it was fantastic having you on. Um, it's been a pleasure. Well, I hope to Thank I you. hope to uh, you know see you guys soon. I don't know if I'll ever make my way to BC, but if I'm in the if if I'm in the uh, Northeast, you know, I'll I'll be sure to let you know. Oh yeah, yeah. You you know where to find me. I'm all over the yes, New sir. England area, so um, you can find me pretty pretty easily. But uh, no, that's it, it's good to see you. Uh, excited about Camacho Broadleaf. I'm really excited to try it. Uh, Broadleaf is is a favorite of mine. Honduran Broadleaf. I'm excited to try. Different. It's different. Um, man. Really, really excited for that. That's going to be uh, very interesting to say the least. And uh, you know, you know it's, a, it's a new phrase I'm testing out. You're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. It's something just I came up with. I've been you know testing out. That's so. definitely new. I've never heard that before. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely new. Camacho broadleaf. You're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. You're going to like the way it tastes. I guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Jack, thank you, guys. Thank you for being Cheers, here with us, gentlemen. What a pleasure. Absolutely. It has been a pleasure. Um, oh, and before I forget, as a reminder, in the comments section or description, if you're listening to us later, um, our McAuliffe Black giveaway is still happening until next Saturday night. That's September. I don't know off the top of my head. Something. Next, yeah, it's next weekend. So you have plenty of time. But uh, click the link, go to the website, comment below, name and email. Random winner gets selected. You get a box of McAuliffe cigars, the new McAuliffe Black Toro. As I said before, rated 91 by Kevin Acuff on SmokingTobacco.com. Um, very exciting. Don't forget to stay tuned and visit SmokingTobacco.com for more news, reviews, and updates from the cigar industry. We'll be back next week on Wednesday night and then again Saturday night for spare notes. And with that, we'll see you there. Take care. Have a good night. Thank you for spending your time with us at Smokin' Tobacco. Please remember to like and subscribe for more episodes and content.
And as always, visit SmokinTobacco.com for news and updates from the cigar industry.